0: Again, Dwayne Brummett here with Allie of Arrigo, talk.com Allie, good to be with you,
1: sir. How are you? Hi, I'm good. I really can't complain at all. I mean, it's a dreary day here in Long Island, you know, and I say dreary only in the, in the idea of, you know, the clouds and the darkness, but um, I had a great morning. I mean, I had a cranking kickboxing class that I taught. I'm actually starting to fall in love with teaching that kickboxing class, which is kind of kind of unusual. It's bringing a little motivation back to me as far as, you know, teaching and getting out there. And, you know, it's really just I'm teaching the kickboxers a cardio class but teaching them like if they were kickboxers. So actually teaching them proper form and how to do it. And we even did pad drills today where they were working with each other on hand mitts and one on one and moving around. So it's pretty fun and I really enjoyed it. So it was cool. But yeah, I'm excited. I'm, I'm really excited for the new year. How about you?
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm ready. I mean, this is the last week that we're open and um you know i'm i'm stoked for it honestly
1: yeah us too i think that it's the same thing for us let me just check my calendar here uh yeah so this week is the week of the 12th so no we we have up until next we, uh thursday friday we're open so we we have two more weeks you only oh. have one yeah we close yeah, christmas yeah. eve the through, the week, through, through we close New it Year's. with the yeah and at the end of this week we close it
0: with a um uh board breaking seminar at the at the very end so we have uh we close it with a bang, if you will.
1: Awesome. That's great. I love it. I mean, I think that's just exciting. And you know, what's really exciting for the listeners too, is that they could, they could see that a guy like you um, could set parameters ahead of time. Of course, you know, you're not surprising your clients with, Hey, we're closed for three weeks. You know, you set that up ahead of time. They know it ahead of time. They don't complain about it. They're fine with it. And you uh, let the staff relax. You get to relax, be you know, be human, so to speak. You know, I always say, and, you know, have a life of some sort on your own, you know, to be able to just relax and enjoy the family and have some downtime and be creative and go to that dreaming room, right? You know, the one that Michael Gerber talks about in the e you know, and, and be able to create. Most definitely, absolutely. And the downtime is beautiful. So I know today yeah. oh,
0: uh, yeah. we want to talk about uh, Uh, your USP as a martial arts school. Um, Most people, and we've talked a little bit about this before on this podcast, but most people uh, look at the USP as the unique selling proposition. Um, We've kind of tweaked it a little bit, I think, where we um, come from the standpoint that it's really your unique strategic purpose. And uh, so I know that you wanted to to cover that today. I'm I'm excited about it, too, um, because it's the crux of our business which is our unique strategic purpose, knowing who we are, uh, and then being able to communicate that to everyone else. So why don't you go ahead and start us off, Allie?
1: Well, you know what? It's it's interesting because, you know, we've tweaked it, but we really didn't tweak it. We just – we kind of see it from a different perspective, don't we, where, um, yes, the USP strategically or traditionally it's considered one thing, the unique selling proposition, but it is quite different – from a unique selling proposition. When I hear that, I hear like, okay, well, what's unique about us that we can sell to our clients, right? So that what makes us and separates us from the school down the road or the CrossFit program or the – the kickboxing program or whatever, like what makes them want to come to our school. But the unique strategic purpose is basically why we exist. There's a lot of schools that don't ask themselves this question. Why do we exist and why would clients want to come to us? Um, it's not what we're just selling. It's not that, you know, it's not the product only it's the entire culture, the brand, so to speak. You know, now I can say, hey, look, we're hold- I'm holding up my quote fingers. <laughs> you know, we used to say that on the uh, on the regular, um, you know, podcast. No one could see it, but now they could see it on this broadcast, right? I'm holding up my quote fingers. Um, but why, why do people come to me? Like, why do they come to my school? And, and interestingly enough, I did a coaching call with a new prospective coaching client this morning, and um, he gave me some research to do. I looked at his websites, and quite frankly, him and I were chatting today about, what he needs to do to create some sort of brand and culture. It's almost like an amalgamation or a blending of so many different things that I feel when a client goes to it, it's okay if you're a bunch of different things. But when the client goes to it, you have to be a bunch of different things as, as your package rather than being a bunch of different things where they're like, oh, what do I do? Do I go to the, this portion? Do I go to that portion? Do I go to you know the, the ninjitsu program? Do I go to the BJJ? Do I go to the Muay you know, Do I go to the karate guy? Like who who we who are we, and that's the unique selling proposition slash unique strategic purpose, right? So what are your thoughts on that?
0: Well, yeah, I was gonna say well, I, why why is that important, anyways? Because uh, a lot of uh, school owners, um, for lack of a better term, you know, if I was here, like, okay, so uh, let me put this in the situation. I, if I was hearing this ten years ago, uh, twelve years ago, um, I would have said, you know why do I even need a unique strategic purpose, um, or why right. do I need a USP? Why do I need a, a, a unique selling proposition? Um, uh-huh. I'm not in sales. I, um, I'm not a pushy salesperson anyways. So I, I think maybe that's the first obstacle we need to overcome, it, you know, for the, for the listeners. And let me back up and say, too, uh, the reason Allie said that, you know, you can see us is because we're actually broadcasting this live on our Facebook page uh, right now. Uh, so, uh, it's, uh, facebook.com forward slash school owner talk. And, uh, that's why he said, you know, I'm holding up my quote fingers cause you can actually see it. So oh, right, right, right. Yeah. I just wanted to say that cause I didn't say that in the beginning of the, of the podcast. Um, because we are obviously recording this for our podcast as well, but let's back up. Let's talk about the importance, of um, you know, why we need to have that for our school first and foremost, before we even talk about it, because I I, I can just see it now. A lot of people are just going to click it off and say, oh, forget it. You know, that's not something that I'm going to use. And so we need to come up with that importance.
1: And and I'm sad that people would, and you're right, Dwayne, they will, they will click off and go, ah, you know, this is not my thing, right? And um, it is, though, because even in its most simplistic form, you have to know who you are. You know, that old saying, you know, who you're going to be when you grow up kind of thing. Well, who was I when I first, let's say my infancy was when I first opened my school. I was a rough and tumble 25, 30 student gym, hardwood floors, beat the hell out of everybody. Brand new person comes in, work them as hard as we could to get them to throw up in the locker room, you know, punch them through the wall, show them how tough we were. And, and I had no students. You know, basically, I, you know, I had 30 tough people that were, you know, kind of slightly insane, right? Um, you know, but uh, but nowadays I ask myself, like, what is it that people, when they walk through the door, what are they buying into? And I, when I say buying into, I, I'm so careful at certain words because wording is everything. Like when I went to England, um, they asked me when I was speaking, they said, what's your scheme, right? And I said, a scheme? What do you mean, what's my scheme? Because in the U.S., we think of scheming as, you know, underhanded business dealings their scheme the word scheme to them is like what's your theme like what are you what's your what's your brand what's your marketing right um so so for us like for example i was shopping this weekend with my girlfriend in the mall and you know i was walking through the mall and seeing the branding images in the different stores some are basic some are cluttered with clothes everywhere and then there are those high-end brands like one sneaker supply place In the window, there was a brick wall, um, and then there was the logos that were illuminated with orange fluorescent lights, and then there were, like, five pedestals, only five in one window, with five separate really cool sneakers. It looked like those sneakers were all-stars. Like, it was like, I got to go in there and see what this store is all about. Then I went in for my girlfriend into Victoria's Secrets, you know, and I sat in there, and that is a brand, like, you know, the striped walls with the pink and the white, um, the pictures of the supermodels, the angels, they called them, all over the walls, the coloring, black on pink, and the different displays, every single thing tied in. And by the way, it was an incredible experience. You know, whatever I bought, um, you know, they were giving me gifts, and they were asking me if I wanted something else. And the girl's like, how about this? And, and I said, oh, yeah, but I don't want to get off one. Don't worry, I'll go get it. She left the counter. She went and purchased it. I mean, picked it up for me. Um, it was just an incredible experience. So what are we as martial artists doing? Are we just a typical karate school? People come in because then they won't respect you. They're not going to believe in you. They're not going to buy into the brand. They're not going to believe in it at all. So it's up to you. W- what's your thoughts, Dwayne?
0: Well, I I totally agree. First and foremost, knowing who you are and uh, what you stand for in your community and your school and mm-hmm. – uh, you know, I knew personally for myself that I wanted to be a, a, a primarily a kid's school. That was my passion, um, you know, partly because uh, I'm a kid myself maybe, but I just, you know, it, it's, um, it's something that I like I liked to do, and that's where my passion was. So I did all of my branding and all of my marketing for myself to be that type of school. Now, when we had opened up uh, an MMA portion to our program, you know, that brought on some um, different things, if you will, and I really had to brand that as, as a separate thing from my school so that it, it didn't taint, you know, my uh, who I was in the community, and we did a great job with that anyways. I mean, uh, right. so I, branding in that aspect and knowing who you are um, for your community and for yourself, uh, first and foremost, for yourself is important because then you know – You'll be able to define who your target market is, but it's not only that. It allows you then to be able to conduct everything inside of your school with that umbrella, if if uh, if that right. makes sense. And then, not only does Absolutely. it do that, it allows you to make decisions based upon that information as well. Um, when we island jump and we're this to this person and that to that person it really makes it difficult to, I think, make decisions as a business owner because you don't know who you really are, and sometimes then you mess up and you make the wrong decisions. So even from the standpoint of knowing who you are um, in the business with regards to your unique strategic purpose allows you to make very, very important decisions for yourself, if that makes sense.
1: It totally makes sense. And you know what's interesting, Um, you know, where we – we are, you know, you said one thing that triggered a thought in my mind. You said, you know, you know we need to know who we are, um, and then we need to build a culture around that so that people know who we are. Um, but most importantly, I think the one thing that we have to clarify for the listeners is that we need to know who we are and the culture we are in order to be able to give that to the uh, to the instructors, I mean, not the instructors, to the parents, so that they understand um, what they're getting involved in, right? So if we're just another activity, we're just another sport, it's not going to mean so much if the kid gets bored and wants to quit and do soccer and baseball. But if we are a culture, an Ivy League school, or we're like a learning institute, um, you know, a life skills institute, and the kid says, I'm bored, I don't want to go, maybe at that point the parent will say no, because they know that what they're involved in, it's the whole entire culture around it. It's like going to a college. Like my daughter, she's looking at colleges and we went and looked at Marist and FIT and all different places. When we went away to Marist College in upstate New York, I walked around the, the, you know, we did the whole entire college tour. I have to be honest, I almost wanted to go to college there myself. I, I kind of felt like I wanted to be out, it was a beautiful day out in the, in the field with all the people, they were out on blankets, playing sports, and then we went into the classrooms and it was just a great, great feeling of, of, you know, being inclusive in that kind of environment. That's what we have to build in our martial arts school. And what does that do
0: for you? So let's talk about that. What is it? So, okay, uh, I know who I am. I know what my unique strategic purpose is. So, and I know why it's important to have one because it allows me to uh, be able to know who I am, know who my target market is. Uh, I can make decisions based upon that vein or upon that line, but it doesn't just stop there. Um, so what are what are some other, other
1: benefits of well, um, having
0: that unique strategic purpose, knowing who you are?
1: Oh, my God. I mean, it's endless. But, I mean, you know, first – First and foremost, I mean, um, it's about identity and the people, parents, and students identifying with who they are within your school. In other words, meaning that they're like, you know, we have a saying in our school, um, and I think we might have even talked about this last week, so if the listeners, if I repeat myself, I apologize. But we talked about this where, um, you know, I I say to my students, I go, if your parents ask you to clean your room, and, um, you know, they say, how are you going to clean it, what do you say? And my kids say, like a ninja right? Everything is like a ninja. I'm kind of leading up to a t-shirt that I'm going to be selling that says on the back, like a ninja, right? And um, everything is about like, what if you have to go to bed on time and you don't want to go to bed, but your parents ask you to go to bed, how do you do it? And they go, like a ninja, sir, I listen. I, you know, And, and that's the culture that I build around my school. Now, that ties into retail, it ties into retention, it ties into upgrades, it ties into um, special event sales. Um, there's so much more. To being a part of the experience, I want to say, um, you know, rather than just being in a karate program, right, just coming and doing kicking and punching. You know, the people that I know that have been in martial arts their whole lives, they connected on a much deeper level with the school and their instructor. Don't you agree? Well, I,
0: yeah, no, that's what I was going to say. You said the word experience, and
1: that, and I think
0: that's the, the, the key there your Maybe a simpler way of putting it is your, 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 your unique strategic purpose is manifested in a way that people have an experience and know exactly who you are based upon that um, based right. upon that experience. And the experience just isn't obviously the phone call that you have when you, um, you know, are, are looking to inquire. It's not just when you come in and do the intro. It's, it's everything. It's the experience from A to Z. The easiest way we've all talked about before is the Disney experience, and that is so true. It's the Disney experience. What is the Disney experience inside of your, um, inside of your school? And, you know, the other thing is it ties into everything that you talked about. It ties into your, um, even your, your, your apparel. You know, you said that you're kind yeah. of, you know, like a ninja, like a ninja, and now you're, you're, right. you're, which is a great, which is great. You, that is, they should have that. Um, connection they you know everybody should have that connection to your school like a ninja because it's long island ninjutsu you're teaching uh you know ninjutsu and so to say the to say the, the the word like a ninja is more it's like an affirmation but right it's defining you know who you are you know one of my one of my coaching clients we talked about that with regards to um the labeling as programs instead of gold and silver and those type of things because uh, the boiled down um, his, his unique strategic purpose in, in just a really quick couple of words is called Live Elite. And so right. he came up with just even names for his uh, programs that right. go along with that whole concept of Living Elite. And then his apparel right. brand is doing the same thing, which, uh, you know, is Living Elite. And so that's it permeates everything, and, I, and I, when I was talking with him, I told him, I said, uh, th- "Be this as it may, maybe a you know he was a bad example of, of who a leader should be, but he was uh, he did a lot of principles correct, and so I'm right. I, I hesitate saying this on air, uh, it, but it's true is Hitler did a great job indoctrinating, um, you know the uh, the, the German People and one of the things right. that you said was that when you own the language, uh, you own the people. And I'm paraphrasing, uh, but so I took that concept with my coaching client, and I said, you need to own the language. Everything needs to be about living elite. Um, right. So all the all, all everything it, it just all needs to encompass that, and when it does, then people have that that buy-in. So now, you know, for you, when somebody says I can't do that. Um, you know, your parents should say, "Well, there is no such thing as I can't. It's either I won't or I don't know how." But, but the martial right. arts philosophy is that, um, you know, I I I, I, I um, I, I do everything like a ninja.
1: Right. Well, that's the concept, right? Just like living elite, I you know, everything we do is based off the ninja. So I want parents, I want students, I want everyone to understand that we live our lives as ninja. You know, we, that you know, we live our lives with this moral ethical martial art value system. That's one of the great things about my school. I'm not, um, a, you know, eclectic style that, you know, just basically has taken different styles and mashed them together. I'm a very traditional classical base. But if anything that people get out of my school is that we're very traditional and classical. In fact, that's our big selling feature is that we are, you know, a classical school with morals and integrity. And we teach the kids how to listen, how to focus, how to pay attention how to walk away from a fight, but in all re- reality, hopefully defend themselves and be able to fight if they have to or need be, right? So so it's important for us to have that brand. And like you said, that's really what a lot of schools are missing. And you know, by the way, let me give you a quick example. When years and years and years ago, I had my voicemail and I forget what it was, you know, it was probably something like Uh, Martial arts school, uh, at the sound of the tone, leave your name and number, and we'll get back to you. Thank you. You know, then later on, I changed my voicemail on my answer machine, right? It's like, um, let me just think real quick. I haven't changed in a while. It's like, uh, you've reached Long Island ninjutsu centers, where it's not just kicking and punching. It's the martial arts and beyond. We offer classes for men, women, and children from the ages of two years old on up to adults seven days a week, day and evenings. If you're interested in any information, please leave your name, telephone number, and leave a message. We'll get back to you right away. Or you could check us out on the web at www.lininja.com. Thanks so much for calling. Have a great day. Something like that. I think I mentioned myself. This is Sheehan Alley, 7th Degree Black Belt. Um, but anyway, so once I changed that voicemail, people started going, wow, uh, this is cool. I, I, you know, And the parents even, when they called, oh, I love your new voicemail message. They immediately identified with it because it was a brand experience from the very first message left to the website to the how we answer the phone. Good afternoon, Long Island Ninjutsu Center. Shian Alley speaking. How may I help you? You know, that kind of thing. It's a whole entire experience. Again, from the beginning I walk into the park at Disney to getting on the first ride to going through the gates, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Right? And that's something that's heavily missing. So I think that we have to identify that within our school. What are we going to be? Who are we? And and discover your brand.
0: Right. Well, and it's just like Disney to step off the ride. And in order to get off the ride, you got to go through the shop. <clears throat> the shop has the um, the generic Disney stuff, but it also has more specifically the um, the, the the retail stuff for the it's ride right. that you just came off yeah. of. Um, right. And there's a lot to be learned from that. But it all is under the umbrella of that. Of, of Walt Disney or, or Disney now, you know? And so yeah. we can do the exact same thing with, with regards to, um, you know, not just our apparel, but with, with everything. And I, and I, I like what you brought up about, you know, the whole website thing that, uh, even our branding and who we are needs to be on that as well, <clears throat> so that everything is consistent right, right along that vein. And you and I both know that there's a lot of, um, school owners that use templated websites. uh, And, Mm -hmm. you know, truth be told, it's better than not having a website. So I don't want to say that they're bad, um, but it certainly is a lot better to have something that is unique to you. um, Right. So that it, it, it fits and models your brand, if that makes sense.
1: Oh, it totally does. But you know what also, Dwayne, too, the biggest thing that's missed on websites is having a website that's professional, and is organized in a very very strategic manner that will lead people down what we you and i call our sales funnel right so sometimes a website you know some people have websites that are informational like go to a website for a movie um that's coming out in the future and it'll show you a preview of the movie it'll it'll give you information on the actors and when the release date the purpose of that site is to get people to know when the movie is going to be released. Um, But if you're going to, like, a sales site and you're buying a product, and I go to many sales sites that are set up incredibly bad, and um, I can't even find a way to check out. I can't even find the products I'm looking for. I can't even get that product into my shopping cart. And I get frustrated. After a few seconds, I'm done. You know, so really, honestly, we have to be really careful that our website is, you know, it almost might be better to not have a website than to have a website that's going to deter people right? And um, it's very important for us to do that. So anyway, long story short, we have to be really careful that our brand is not hurting us rather than, and you know, your brand may or may not be about, you know, um, you know, what you're trying to sell, right? If that make does that make sense? Well, it
0: makes perfect sense, you know, and it goes back to, like I said, real quickly, when I had an MMA program, I didn't want to be known for MMA. It was separate. Even when I had a kickboxing program, You know, I didn't want to be known for the kickboxing school either. Um, Right, That wasn't my passion, number one. Uh, And then even from a monetary standpoint, it it wasn't as um, uh, lucrative for me as my martial arts was. So from a – and and obviously the passion standpoint is more important. So from the passion standpoint, it was more important for me to brand myself uh, who I was with regards to, you know, martial arts school but then, secondarily, it, it just it wasn't where the money was uh, to support me, my family, my staff, and to move us to, um, you know, the next level.
1: Yeah, and, and you know, you're right. And then, that, again, you see, that's interesting, though, because if you think about it, you're just basically describing who you are and who you wanted to be. You knew that because that's what you were saying. I wanted to be this school. I wanted to be a kid's school. I wanted to be a, you know, a, this, this type of environment. And you knew that. And you didn't want to be identified as an MMA school, as a kickboxing school. You wanted to be, you know, a, a martial arts school for children from whatever age group to whatever age group. And that was your main philosophy and, and uh, brand experience. And that's important. You know, so sometimes everyone wants to be everything and then that's okay if that's who you are if you have different rooms or you have different programs on different days however you can't you can't confuse the prospect who doesn't know that program is great for people who who know what they're looking for. Like, I'm going for the ninjutsu. I want to call up about the ninjutsu classes on Tuesday and Thursday. Okay, give them to me. But if I'm, like, on a website and I can't figure out whether I want to do karate for my kid, Muay Thai, BJJ, MMA, you know, ninjutsu, this one, that one, I'm confused. I'm going to go to some place that makes my brain, you know, relax and has more linear focus. Does that make, Does that make sense?
0: Well, yeah, and if you just take the concept of even those uh, um, shows like, what, Restaurant Impossible or all those, you know, Restaurant Fixer Up or whatever it is, you know, a lot of right, times right, they'll go right. in and they'll say, you know, you, you have 400 things on the menu when you should have, you know, 12 or whatever it is. Right, um, right. Because temple actually is, is better. Um, we tend to, not just in the martial arts, <laughs> Uh, realm, but we tend to, as human beings, overcomplicate things um, and give way too many choices. I know that I have a much better experience when I go into a restaurant and there are, you know, okay, so there's a place, uh, like Tuesday, Thursday nights, um, primarily, my my son has um, volleyball, and uh, Mm -hmm. so he'll go to volleyball practice, and sometimes I'm able to take off, you know, I will take off, like this Thursday night, I'm going to be able to take off and Mm -hmm my wife and I are going to go to dinner. And uh-huh. I know the place that we're probably going to go to is called Mama Maria's. It's in Orland Park. Well, um, it's a great restaurant, but it's uh, it's a um, uh, an eclectic uh, Mexican restaurant, if you will. Well, anyways, uh-huh. they're going to have four four or five tacos that are going to be on there, and that's it. Right. Um, I mean, right. there's different starters and there's different – entrees and stuff like that. I usually like to have a starter, and then we'll have a couple of tacos, and then we'll have a dessert together. Well, I know mm-hmm. that I can look at those four or five tacos, whatever it is, and I can make a decision really, really quickly. So can my wife. Right. And so we're not spending time trying to make a decision. It's so much simpler to have – I really believe, and, and I learned <laughs> – Tom Keri from CDT, one of his trademark yeah. sayings is, is less is best. Right, and I think for a while I really didn't understand that, and and I, I, I believe it more now than I did yesterday. Um, I believe it more now than I did you know ten years ago or twelve years ago when I first started CDT. You <clears throat> know, so the concept of you know knowing who you are, knowing what your strategic purpose is, and then how that that connects to um, you know a ton of the things inside of your inside of your school is so important. I mean, even to the the writings on the wall, to your right. letterhead, to, um, you know, how you communicate to your students and so, so on and so forth. That needs to be the umbrella or the standard that everything needs to be held up to. And then going back to, like, what I said before, even the things that you decide to purchase, the new Fandango product right. that you want to purchase right. that you think is going to, you know, put $12,000 on the bottom line at the end of every year really needs to be thought through. I can't tell you how many products that I've purchased that I thought were going to be good that I never ever used or I decided to use and didn't work or whatever. It didn't fit my model and so forth there. It didn't work.
1: Right, right. Well, you know, it's interesting. Um, What you told me, uh, what you just said just now, is kind of what I had in the conversation this morning with my new prospective client. And uh, he said to me, and he's a go-getter, he's like, I gave him some idea on his website, and he said, I'm going to jump on it, I'll be on it tonight, and by tomorrow morning, I'll be up all night, it'll be fixed. And I said, no, no, wait. I want you to first think about more of who you are, and let's discover your strategic purpose, then let's create it and tweak it and build it so that it's a good one, and then at that point, let's then build the rep website around that. Don't rush. And this is quite often martial artists are pains in the butt sometimes, right? They, they need to, like, jump right on things, and they, they're used to it. You know, like, we're fighters. We jump right in. We get it done. We're done, right? But we have to sometimes put in thought so that we're not coming up with something that needs to be tweaked again and tweaked again. Let's wait a few seconds. Let's wait a day or two. Let's think about it. Let's then build it, and let's make it right the first time, right? Because every time we make it wrong, people see it. We may be discouraging people from being in our, in our school or joining our school or coming to our brand and so on and so forth. I'll give you another example. <laughs> Excuse me. I've been um, going to my school, cleaning everything. I mean, I'm going through my files on my, on my bookshelves and going through everything. I'm doing like a whole 2017 overhaul, um, you know, cleaning out my closets, everything, right? Um, and, uh, I, I basically set up the desk exactly how I wanted it. And I told my staff, do not let this get a mess, become a mess. I do not like to see any disorganization. Cause you know, you're like me, Dwayne, you're organized, you're, you know, if it's, if this stuff is moved all over, it gets lost, it gets thrown away. Well, lo and behold, they, you know, they said to me, okay, yes, sir. Hi, Shehan, you know, yes, sir. Um, and then I came in this morning and the desk was a nightmare and i'm going to i have a staff meeting coming up at 12:15, 12:30, and i'm going to ream them out. I you know, i'm sick and tired of me saying one thing and them doing another. So i want to come in and be positive, but at the same time i need to be hard on them in a positive way and say this stuff can never happen again. Are we clear on that? Because if they do it again, then there's going to be ramifications and some penalties or some, you know, warnings and then you know it may affect their positioning in the company. Um, and I need to be honest about that because I can't have this done this way any longer. Right. And, and anyway, so long story short, I have a certain expectation, a certain brand, a certain way I want to upkeep things. And that's only, and the only way it should be done. Make sense?
0: It does. And I, I, you know, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna try to tell you what to do, but, um, (laughs) Maybe they need the education or maybe you've already given it to them, but maybe they need and this is a good reminder for all of us um, you know, and I think we had kind of sort of had this conversation with with uh, John Gason when we had him on a podcast was the fact that you know what we what we know is not what our instructors know or our staff right. members know, and the way mm-hmm. that we see things is is in is different because of our experiences up until this point. And so right. we have to find the quickest, the fastest way to be able to educate them and get them to buy into how we see things and why we see them <clears throat> on a fast pace. So it's kind of like, uh, you know, with, uh, with Tim Ferriss, where he takes in and he deconstructs uh, things to its simplest form in order to be able to do them and learn them a lot quicker than anybody else um, right is, is able to do that. We, as school owners, we have to be able to do that, too, as we – and this is a totally different topic, but to deconstruct mm-hmm. that and go, you know, how did I learn it, And but then, therefore, how can I teach them as quickly as possible so that they have at least – and my my um, thought is at least 80% of what I know or at least 80% up to my standard, so that they can be there as quickly as possible. Now, that being said, I'm going to go back and, and say something quickly with regards to what you had spoke about Um you know, about thinking things through, uh, Keith Hapner always talked about that one of your one of your best weapons is your, uh, and I'm showing this on the podcast, is your legal pad and, uh, you know, or on the live broadcast,
1: yeah. uh, you, you know,
0: is your legal pad and your pen
1: and then your mind. Can you, you see go. this? Are we so on you're showing screen? yours now. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so now. Yeah. 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 Like you're, you're showing yours you now. You and I have. Yep. Yeah, exactly. It's crazy. And, and you're right, though. This is a powerful tool. Yeah, and so sitting down
0: and actually thinking about that. I, 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 can you see behind me uh, all those legal yes. pads that are down there? Okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, those are stacks and stacks of legal pads through the years that I have written down thoughts and ideas and written down actions and those type of things. Um, and I go back through them. In fact, uh, one of my uh, journals here I was going through today, and I revisited a couple things, and it just it kind of uh, – It refocused me on on some of my obstacles because we have constraints that that hold us up in our business, and I just kind of had a couple of uh, thoughts about that. But anyways, let's not get too far off topic. Your unique strategic purpose for yourself and for your school, a couple of things, because I know we're, we're, we're coming up on time here, is number one, it's so important. Allie, why would you say
1: it's important to know who you are? Well, I, I mean, it's so important to know who you are so you know who you could present to others, right? You know, if we don't know who we are and someone says, like, you know, the old, you know, they call it the elevator speech. You're caught in an elevator between first floor and fifth floor and someone says, hey, what do you do? And um, you only have five floors to be able to tell the person so that when the elevator door opens, you hand them a business card and they fully know what you're all about. I have a funny story real quickly. I once met someone at a Hall of Fame dinner Um, And it was in Australia and I met uh, one of the guys and it was first floor. We had to go up to the 10th floor. So we had some time and uh, I asked, you know, who he was and what he did. And I swear to God, no joke. It's the 10th floor doors open. He had just finished giving me all his titles. I'm a first degree in this, a 10th degree in that, a 21st degree. I won this, I won that. He didn't tell me anything about anything that meant anything to me, but he went on and rambled on and on and on about how awesome he was and I didn't even get to know anything about him and what he did. Um, so we have to have an elevator speech, a quick speech that is able to explain who we are. And that's, that's knowing who we are first, our strategic purpose and what we do and why we're a specialist in this, this, or that.
0: And then by doing that, that actually allows, um, you know, that allows everybody to uh, know who you are to then not only do that, but then to be able to decide if, if you are their cup of tea, but then it flows into every single, um, every single other aspect about your business and how you, how you um, look at your business, how you think about your business, and how you run your business on so many levels, meaning how you do business with your instructors, not just your, your students, but how you do business with your instructors, how you do business with right. your program directors if they're not a uh, an instructor. I mean, There's just so many layers that um, having unique, uh, you know, having a defined unique strategic purpose allows you to be able to do. And then, like we talked about, it flows over into your curriculum and how you treat your students out on the floor, uh, the standards right. that you have for them and how they right. uh, will perform, um, how mm-hmm. you see yourself in your own community and what you are able to be able to do in order to help your community. I, you know, one of the things right. that I always wanted to be is I wanted to be, wanted to be my local town hero. You know, I wanted to be the school that when the teachers are having a tough time with, uh, a student, you, know, when they have that parent teacher conference, they go, yep, this is the, um, uh, this is the school you should go to because, uh, you know, Mr. Brummett is, is, uh, so great with kids and he's able to, you know, turn them around, that type of thing. Um, so, yeah, yeah. and then it, it goes into um, allowing you to be able to then, like you had talked about, define what your apparel is going to be. I mean, it's not just slapping a logo, although you can do that, but it's not just slapping a logo onto your your apparel. And here I am, you know, why is, you know, why do I want to wear Long Island and just do stuff? You know, why do I want to wear TriStar Martial Arts Academy stuff? You know, what is it about? Yeah. And so, you know, it's... It, it, So much so that even, you know, why do people go out and buy the Apple Watch or the new iPhone? And there's a status, there's a symbol, or walk around with their uh, 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 coffee mug, the uh, Starbucks. You know, everybody's got the Starbucks mug because it's cool. There's a brand that's behind it, and and I'm this type of person. If uh, you know, even even to the point where I've had um, people say, well, why don't you get uh, contacts? Why do you have glasses? you know, I actually was happy that I was going to get glasses because the stigma is people with glasses look smarter (laughs) and, uh, you know, or are smarter, quote unquote. And so I was like, man, you know, I don't want to, I want to, I want to look smarter. Even if I'm not, I want to look smarter. So, right, right, right. So there, there's, there's so much importance with knowing who you are and what you stand for and how it affects so many aspects of your business. Is there, and I don't want to beat this to death, but is there anything you know else that you want to talk about with regards to having a unique strategic purpose?
1: Well, well, the only thing that I'll do is I'll leave the listeners with a few things. And it doesn't matter whether you're in the martial art business, you're a computer operator, you sell fashion, you you know, you're a food health food store. Um, Building your brand is so important. Why a restaurant? Why do people go to you versus the other person? And it's all about discovering what makes you special. And, you know, sometimes we're so afraid to brag because we look at it as bragging as a part of ego, right? But sometimes if you don't toot your own horn, no one's going to toot it for you, right? So if people don't know, you know, for example, when I say to people, I've been to Japan 17 times, right? I've trained under one of two ninja masters in all of the world. I was one of the highest ranks under him for um, for almost all the time that I was training within the United States, right? Now people might say, oh, that's really cool. You know, ninja this, it's so exciting, blah, blah, blah. But really now I have to say, how do I get that, all that stuff that I just mentioned to translate to benefiting my students. Well, all those lessons and the traditions and the culture and the experience and the time and the training and the, and the, you know, all of that and the trips to Japan, I bring that back and I teach that in my schools. Most other people don't have that that knowledge and that opportunity to share it with their students because they've never experienced it. So that's what makes me, myself, different than others, right? That's what makes Long Island Ninjutsu Centers different than others because um, they don't have that to share right? So there's the brand around that. So you got to know who you are so that you could share with your clients and build that culture around what you do so that people feel good about it. They want to wear your shirt. They want to have the hat with your logo and the jacket. They want to come to your events. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah, no, it makes perfect sense. And um, so in closing, uh, I, First off, I just want to remind everybody that, you know, you're more than welcome to uh, subscribe to this podcast via iTunes. You can go to uh, schoollearntalk.com uh, to be able to do that. <clears throat> On this particular podcast, uh, we are trying something a little bit new, where we're doing a Facebook Live Um Showing, if you will, of the specific podcast. So um, you can, you know, we're going to test this out and see, you know, how we like it. We'd like to get some combat com- comments and feedbacks uh, about this, you know, with regards to, um, you know, what you prefer, whether you, you know, like to listen to it uh, on on the podcast or you like to watch the video on uh, on Facebook or what have you. We're just kind of testing this out to see what would be the best avenue, or, I mean, maybe we'll just continue to do both. It's not that much more work uh, to be able to do that either. And um, I want to remind everybody, and I'll put in the comments section, I'll remind everybody with regards to our uh, webinar that is uh, happening on Thursday, this Thursday at 12.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. It is the uh, next year, best year webinar, where we're going to go over, um, you know, (laughs) how to manage and market and organize and prioritize your 2017 to help you make it the best year uh, ever. So all that information will be in the comments section. You just kind of take a look at that on, uh, on this video. And um, if you have a, um, oh, what is it, an Android device, you're more than welcome to be able to subscribe to the podcast, too, by going to SchoolEarnTalk.com. Allie, any final thoughts, and we're going to wrap it up. No,
1: that's it. That's it. I enjoyed it. I'm hoping that people enjoy it. I hope they enjoy seeing, having a visual of us, you and I, chatting and, and uh, going over things. And, uh, yeah, I'm hoping that people will take this to heart because, believe it or not, this could make all the difference in the world as to whether your school is, you know, and I, I lack of better words, mediocre or masterful, right, or, you know, uh, you know middle level or high level. Um, it will help be more effective for your marketing, for your signups and for your retention of your students. And everyone wants to feel like they're part of something special. So you have to become something special in order for them to want to be a part of it.
0: Absolutely. All right, everyone have a great day. Allie, we'll talk to you next time.
1: Take care, man.